0: Hello, everyone. You're listening to the I Go With Ego podcast, bringing you guests with first-hand experience in studying abroad and seizing personalities excelling in the workforce. We want you to own your journey and be the best you can be. Now presenting your host, Ego Kelly Ekakite. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the I Go With Ego podcast. It's uh, such an exciting time to be with my two wonderful friends, my two amazing friends, Pam and Udu. I've been fortunate to have known them for a few uh, years now. So, uh, Pam and Udu, welcome to the I Go With Ego podcast. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you for you having,
0: for you. Thank you for having yeah, me.
1: Happy to be here.
0: Absolutely. It's good to see you guys. It's good to see your faces. It's been a while. Yeah. Likewise. Likewise. Yeah. So before we get started, and before you introduce yourself to my Mm -hmm. audience, you guys are both in Minneapolis. I I believe so, Minnesota as a whole. And you guys have seen the before and the after of the whole George Floyd. And today was a good day, not just for Black people, not just for African-Americans, but for humanity as a whole. So what do you guys think about today's judgment? I'll let let Pam go first.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) i don't know if i should speak a lot about this whole thing um since i don't come from a certain background um but um it's definitely um i'm I'm happy to see that the justice or the accountability serve that people are happy with the results that there's no more violence. but um this is just a start there's so many other things that needs to be um, voiced of or talked about um, but this this should be like a great start for just everybody all over the country not just united States the whole world the people who feel discriminated um, people of color the racism um, I think it's it's a great day for just anybody to talk about these things
0: I agree do what do you think
2: yeah no I' definitely covered a lot of it I just think there was a there was a great relief for people of color like myself and just seeing how cases have been handled in the past compared to now um many people doubted that the, there'll be justice because it's been a a, a, a same thing that happens every year for the past years that we, we never get justice for things like that and Minneapolis has been going crazy for sure
1: yeah
2: <laughs> And they they were really like ready to, you know, protest again tonight and really do a lot of things because everybody's hurt so bad. Um, But it was just great to see that justice was served and it was quite vivid. Everybody saw it in the camera, like what this guy did. And when I watched that video first, the thing that came to my mind was this is this could have been me, too, True. like. I don't know. Like it, it was just hurting. So, the fact that justice, justice was served today, is just like a big relief to everybody. You know, so we, we're thankful for that. Hopefully, that that leads to um, a better insight for for like you know the justice system and yeah. justice reform and everything like that. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree totally. And we hope that to see the George Floyd Justice Act pass in the in the, in the Senate and, and hopefully it become better for everybody, not just Black people, for Indian Americans, everybody from anywhere you are in the world, and we hope to have better days ahead of us. Well, it's still good to have you guys here. Before, I, before we dive into the questions, my audience would like yeah. to get to know you, want to know who you are, and if you want to tell us something exciting about you, I will start with what we do this time.
2: Something exciting? Okay, well, let me start. My name is Gudul Variety. Um, I came to the United States for studies and I came to study electrical engineering in Minnesota State University. I've been here for about seven years now. Um, something exciting about me, I well, after graduating, I became an engineer, as should be, and I also am um, very inclined with music as well, so. I play about five instruments
1: okay uh, not,
0: not, <laughs> not, that's true up but it's okay That's a okay. sure. <laughs> so so Pam, tell us about you please
1: um my name is Pamal and i come from sri lanka um, it's been about six um about seven years um since i've been here i finished my undergrad here and then my Master's in Minnesota State University, Mankato. Um, graduated in December. Um, so it's been a couple of months since I started working as a full-time and just getting used to this whole adult life. Right. Apart from college, um, it's been exciting also, a little bit overwhelming to figure things out, um, but it's, it's going great so far. Something exciting about me, okay, I don't do any music or any instruments. I really <laughs> like to dance and um, I do traditional
0: dance and uh, things like that, so, yeah. Nice, well do you see, I'll, I'll go take dance classes now, that's <laughs> <definitely> awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, well, thank you guys once more, and um, leaving home, coming to a new country is always very tasking. It's a big deal for us to leave our countries and come to a new place. Most times not knowing anybody. Most times having just few friends around. So how was first of all how was life back home in your own country compared to the life you've you've had so far in America?
1: If Pam, if you wanna go first. Yeah, um, life back home is was very different from America. Um, I do come from a culture like a background, a place where we um, our family is everything. Um, even though we grow up like. 30 40 years if our mom and dad say something you you listen like that's how our culture is um i know it's a little different here um when you turn 16 18 um you just go out of the house you're independent so i was i was not that independent person back home so i always had my mom um, supporting me everything she still supports but here when you come here you take um everything I mean, you have to decide what you're gonna eat, what you're gonna cook, where you're gonna live. Um, Even like every decision you have to make yourself. So it's a whole, it was just 180 degrees. Like it was a whole different world for me when I came here. Um, Since, yeah probably because of a cultural background I had back home. So it was very different. And I was culturally shocked when I first came here, struggled a little bit to adopt and adjust um, to things here. But yeah, it's been great. You learn every every day, you learn new things, you experience new things. So um, once you've had that experience, you just learn better, grow better. Um, you learn to adopt and adjust, so.
0: Yeah, I believe learning is a part of life. So we learn every day. We grow every day. Yeah. Good points. We do. What do you think?
2: Uh, yeah, I think back home in Nigeria, I I was very dependent on my parents, just like how Kamal said. Um, I think there's the culture is there, there was a lot of culture shock coming over here in America. Uh, there's there's a whole list I could start mentioning, <laughs> 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 but. Um, just to say, I wouldn't say there was so much difference in terms of, for me, when I was a teenager in Nigeria, the only difference I see was more of um, how people communicate with each other. It's different from back home to compared to America, and yeah, I just think um, I was a little, a lot dependent back home. When I came here, I had to, you know, fend for myself. Ask questions, filled by myself, and in and, and so, yeah. I think that's pretty much it.
0: Oh, cool. You know, like I said before, I know that your culture, Pam, and Odu's culture is almost the same thing mm-hmm. because yeah, we believe in the family virtues that even when you are 30 or 40, you can't still say some words to your parents so they'll still spank you at that age. Exactly. And 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 it's it's much different from the culture we have here. Yeah. All right. So tell us about your life in the university. What was, or or what is education like? What what does it mean to you?
2: Uh, Life in the university, that's a very broad topic. Um, (laughs) I think university, first of all, has a whole lot of opportunity for you. And it kind of takes you to do the work to get those resources to be able to advance in that career that you're trying to go push for. A university in America connects you to the whole world. We have everybody coming to the United States and you get to, well, the university I attended, I got to see different cultures, like from Asia, from that I wouldn't have experienced I studied in my home country, and you know, you get to hear people's perspective. You get to, you get to change those biases you have in your head. You get to, you know, understand that many things that you thought was wrong when you actually see people and communicate with them in person. So I think the university is great. Education means a lot to me. Coming from an uh, African home, <laughs> my parents will always tell me, education is key. Like so. But what what I would say about education, because I come in here, my perspective changed a little bit. Um, I know I've had friends who didn't even go through education and they're doing good, but it's hard. Um, Education for me is a system where you can be able to focus and study um, through the system and grow your career without distractions to be able to achieve a goal you want to achieve. And of course, that's why many companies or occupations would want you to have a certificate from education because they know that you put your 100% into that system um, rather than not going to the true education and just um through a college and just studying on your own you could have other things that distract you and things like that so i think education is really important um that's that's how i see it Yep.
0: Thank you.
1: Yeah, um, so I know like everybody around the world knows America as the land of opportunities and everybody who's from a different country um, as a student comes to this country with so much hope, so much, uh, with so much like expectations. And when you come here, um, I I know, um, take talking from my experience, I actually did struggle a lot to because um, my mother tongue is not English um I speak a different language back home Um, obviously I knew English and how to speak and how to write but um this country you can't be speaking your own language to communicate with others so I had to um literally just um adapt to this whole English um writing and um, every subject and everything was English and whole um I did high school back home, but it was all like paper. Um, There was nothing online. Now this whole system is online. You do quizzes and assignments, midterms, finals, um, and you have classes every day. It was like a whole new thing for me, but um, obviously there was orientation for like two, three days, but um, it did help, but it took me a while to actually get, um, adjusted to this whole new system of education, um, I really f- hope anybody who is coming to US for their education should know a little bit about how the education system here works. But like right now, everywhere in the world, everything is online, so now things are different. But mm-hmm. uh, back home, things weren't the same. Um, and about education, um, like Guru says, it, it means a lot to me too. Um, like when. Growing up and your parents always say education is where you can get a future, um, a great career, but also when you come here, you see people like very successful people who weren't really college graduates or who weren't really high school graduates. They were um, very creative and very um, ambitious and they reached their goals, so it's, it works both ways. but if you're coming from a country um as a student here um to get your degree or undergraduate or master's um yeah education means a lot as well i hope i answered your question yeah
0: you did absolutely i i agree and and that's the reason why i started the podcast in the first place to have guests like you you know share your ideas and your experiences so that um, prospective students that want to come to America can yeah. hey, oh, we listen to Pam and the do they said this and that and that and we want to reach out to them for more help and that's why we do this, so to be and yeah. also for Americans to know what we go through as international yeah. students here
1: yeah, definitely, I would also like to add where, um there's like orientation and things like that. There's so many resources, even like every school has so many resource centers, so many people that you can ask questions from. Um, I was a little afraid to ask questions at first. I didn't know how they would think of, would I offend anybody? Am I disturbing anybody? So I didn't really know if I should be asking so many questions like that, but I wish I did. Uh, but for anybody who's expecting uh, to come here, I think they should like ask a lot of questions. Like just know that what resources are available and get used, uh, just use them as best as you could. Um, and that's gonna help you for a long time. So.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Now, I- international students worry most times about biases, you know, in terms of the skin color, the way they sound, or even getting jobs. Have you guys faced any personally? And if you have, have you uh, managed to fend those biases up and keep pushing to be the best of you
2: i think for me coming into america I, there was this bias first of all that i had to identify with being black i coming in nigeria i never knew anything that, like me being black until i came here um so that one i had to be part of um also there is this um there's some kind of stereotype about Af- being, coming from Africa where I've had questions like, um, do you guys have schools? Do you have buildings? Do you have all, this, all those questions? You know, the typical questions, <laughs> but I don't get offended with those. I just yeah. educate them because I know it's coming out of a place of, you know, like ignorance or they they've been, mis, you know, misinformed. And all I do is pretty much just inform them. And, and when they get to talk to me, they be, they, they are, your English is pretty good for, for a person from Nigeria. I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> let me educate you again. Nigeria <laughs> is a place we speak English and things like um, that. Um, so those, those kind of biases can really turn you off negatively. But I, me being the kind of person that I am, I'm very positive and I like to, I can educate people and tell them, this is what it is, this is not what it is show them visual let them see and that's something that you know like we create events like african student association created like a, like an african um you know like an event where people can come and see what's happening in africa then they just be like wow i never knew this was happening yeah. just educating people um so that's that's one of the ways we i treat try to treat biases and things like that and it's worked for me so nice, yep.
1: nice. Yeah, so for me, uh, the bias, um, I didn't really know a lot about um, the West Western culture, like these um, Americans, how um, they react to people who are not um, same is skin as them, same color as them. Um, coming here first, like um, everybody would like ask me, Oh, are you from India? Are you from India? And when I say I'm from Sri Lanka, Oh, where is that? Like, where, where is that country? I've never heard of it. So I, like Udu said, I had to always like, Oh, Sri Lanka is uh, also a different country. It's closer to India. We have the same skin, but it's totally different cultures, totally yeah. different. Um, languages and everything about those two countries are different so um, I had to be vocal about everything also like I felt like I was representing my country for just anybody who didn't know my country and when I first met Udu too I don't think you knew um, where Sri Lanka was in anything uh, no about the country <laughs> or anything like that so I was always proud to just like yeah I'm Sri Lankan this is my country this is what we do this is what we speak um, but at the same time, it could be a little frustrating too when everybody doesn't know where you come from. At the same time, you have to be understanding because there's some people that who's never even heard or who's never even seen a pe- person um, who's a different skin color, who's a different culture. So you have to always be a little understanding of other people too. Um, there are some other some people who has never even been out of the state, Minnesota. Um, so it, it it's a lot of things to just, Um, realize and understand but overall it was um, it was a great experience just like representing your country but in terms of getting jobs um, I know you always hear things oh you're not when you're not American when you're not um, from this country it's always hard Um, it has been hard we have to always like work harder and um answer questions like oh you're not a citizen or you're not from this country or you don't have green card and things like that it could be frustrating and um i think we both have lost opportunities due to not being from this country but at the same time um on the positive side, we have we still have gotten opportunities regardless of um, what country we're from or what culture or what skin color. So I'm grateful for that um, and grateful for the opportunities we've lost and we learned from it. And just, it was just motivating me more okay yeah, i'm gonna do better i'm gonna apply for more jobs i'm gonna look for places that appreciates diversity that appreciates people from other countries so things like that um it's a it's a lot to talk about oh it's a lot to like understand and experience um but as we go like you're not gonna just learn everything in just one day it's, it's a process you can't just learn everything in one week so it's like uh whole process that you learn things every day every day as you go eventually
2: yeah i think i think like biases will always be everywhere and (laughs) and it's just one of those things where if you're coming to america you always have to have a a, an open mind you have to be able to vocalize your opinions you have to be able to know what you're saying Mm -hmm. be careful of what you say true and um Mm -hmm. You just need to be able to not be so aggressive in how people think, what people think about you. Because um, one of the things I realize is people will always have opinions about you until they get to speak to you. And once you're able to connect on that level, you can be able to now, like, they can now be able to be accustomed to what you are and then you can now continue to go on that flow so like don't because i know some nigerians or for example um if somebody says something to them or like if they say oh do you have um, cars in your country and things like they can get very aggressive and angry and you never know that person you're getting angry towards could could just be coming from an ignorant place and it could actually be the person that will even lead you to somewhere else into the top so Mm -hmm. if you just cancel that person then you've just lost an opportunity because of true you know so people just have to have an open mind but yeah
1: yeah
0: well i, I agree and for me i see it as, a, as an opportunity to teach people about my culture like when you see what is not good what's not fair call it out or when you see what you know you can teach people as an opportunity to, for them to learn do that yeah. as well too uh, yeah that, that's okay. just the way life is yeah absolutely well you've heard from my friends pam and udu We'll go on a short break now. We'll come off on the break. We'll hear from them still and all the wonderful things they have to do in the future. We'll be right back. Hi everybody, welcome back from the short break. I still have my friends, Pam and Udu here. For someone that have no idea of what to do to get the application started to study abroad, what tips do you have to tell them?
2: I would say, Um, Every school that you want to apply to has, obviously, they have a website and they have requirements that you need to fulfill in order to get that admission. So I would say, you know, go to the website, make sure you read through um, the requirements and if if you're able to meet those requirements, then apply to it. Um, I also suggest that you definitely speak to people who have either, if you have the the people that have attended that school, it's great to talk to them or, you know, anybody that's like myself or Ego or Kamal, you can reach out to any of us and just ask questions on how to, um, what to expect um, in the process of applying for this school or any other school that you want to apply to. Thank you.
1: Yeah, um, me, I would say like, do your research. I remember going back a few years, um, when I was trying to apply, um, I had one school that, um, Minnesota State University, Mankero, I knew that I wanted to go to school here, but I also applied for about three other schools in Minnesota, just, just because I wanted to be safe. Um, I didn't know how the application process was going to go. So I did apply for a few other schools just to be safe, but not everybody has to do that. Like who says, um, just do your research. And um, every school has an international center, a help center for like admission center. Um, just communicate to them, ask questions. Um, I know from a whole different country, it's sometimes hard to like make a quick phone call. Um, it's international phone calls and things like that. So like, you can always email with your questions and there's um, many people in their staff, like, only to help you in my school there are students um like 24 7 not 24 7 like from eight to five uh, who are just uh, assigned for prospective students to help so don't be afraid to ask questions um yeah go through the application process i know it's uh it's i it might be different now i think um when i was applying it was a uh, all oh, like you had to mail in documents and there was a lot of documents and now i think everything email. almost everything is online yes um yeah you can email the documents just have the documents ready um just be excited ask questions yeah. also i remember just like um minnesota like going into my facebook and search for like students who go to the same school uh, especially like sri lankans doesn't have to be only sri lankans but um i search for like sri lankan students who are going to that school and i like, i actually reached out to three of them and they were the one who came to pick me up from the airport and things like that so like network um is very um important and i know it's like it's a little afraid to talk to a person that you've never seen or you don't even know but just know that um if somebody reached out to me or any international student who have been through the same experience they would always be willing to help you out because they know how you must be feeling? They have been through the same situation, and they've had people who helped them. So don't be afraid to ask for help or ask questions, network, uh, I, yeah, things like that.
2: Yeah, absolutely, I agree with that. Also, I want to say, um, I know many countries have things like, you know, education and center. Um, that's where I went through when I was applying to school, and those. What that organization does is pretty much they, they as they just give you a guide of you know they help you interview questions um when you want to go to the embassy to get your visa um they help you to guide you so what they told me at first was you know apply to about 10 schools that's that's, that was the first thing you know (laughs) apply to as much as much schools as you can and narrow down your list um based on what you can afford um or based on how much scholarship you get that's another thing you need to always look for scholarship as well um and so like Make sure you like go through those kind of organizations that help you, that can guide you to
0: getting your admission. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, just one I wanted to add to it. Awesome. Now people always ask me why did I choose the Midwest, Missouri. Now the question <laughs> I have for two both of you: Why did you <laughs> guys choose? Why did you choose Minnesota?
1: Well, for me, I I've heard from other people that Minnesota is like really a, like a good place to study which i didn't know was the how the weather and everything is going to be i actually i knew there was going to be winters but in sri lanka we don't have a winter we just get a little chilly and it's not like really hard or this there was never snow i've never even seen snow before coming here so i had no idea about it um so yeah coming here it was like a total different world I'm, like i came in the spring semester where there was like a big snowstorm. Yeah. So when I just stepped out of the airport, I was like, what is this place? Like I'm only seeing white and I've <laughs> I've, I've never seen that before. So it was a, a, like a huge shock for me. So I, I would say for any student who's uh, planning to come here, Midwest is, is a great place to study. Um, less distractions, I would say, maybe not. Um, but if you go to a state like, I don't know, California. Vegas. Or, um, like yeah um, it, it has a lot of things to do and a lot of different things so it might feel distracted but not for maybe not for everybody but yeah. Midwest is a great place but you have to just be aware of the weather um, if I can handle Midwest weather um, <laughs> from somebody who's never seen snow who's never been um, experienced a winter I think anybody can um, you just have to prepare for it um, and just, yeah, learn as you go and experience things as you go. And snow is not, not that bad. When <laughs> you have to drive or if you have yeah. to go outside, that's what it's bad. But other than that, it's just, it's a beautiful experience to see snow and <laughs> nice. everything.
2: Yeah. Um, I think the reason why I chose, well, I, like I said, I applied to a lot of schools, like about 10 schools. I got admission into about five and somewhere like in Texas, um, the Midwest and yeah it was mostly like Texas and Midwest and I the reason why I applied that was because I have families in those states and um, I narrowed down my list to the Midwest simply because it was something I could afford my parents could afford for me and because of the scholarship that they offered me so that's why I stayed in the Midwest so I'm talking about the weather <laughs> When I applied to the school, the first picture I saw on their website was snow. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I don't don't know about this, but I'll give it a try. Mm -hmm. Um, And the the first year I went to that, like what Kamau said was like a huge snowstorm, And that was the first time I experienced it. And I just want to say like, the good thing about it is, you know, once you're wearing your coats or mostly all these buildings are, connected like my school we had all the beauties connected, so you don't necessarily have to go outside all the time and there's you know there's 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 a lot of like precaution for snow you know you gotta wear your your boots you can you can it's when you wear your your jacket you got everything i think you'll be fine that's how i survived like come said if she was able to survive in the snow you can do it too so
1: (laughs) yeah and also there's like a lot of help too like if you're like stuck somewhere and there's a big snowstorm and you didn't know about it um like our school had this um i think it was just like only four digits the phone number that you can call them and then they are Mm. able to give you a ride and things like that and they always say like in the orientation when you're a new student don't go outside without a jacket on you can get frostbite and things like that even if you don't know what frostbite and how serious that could be, you're just still like okay th- th- that's what it is like it's, it's hard so I shouldn't be going outside without a jacket and without gloves and um, yep. yeah and there's always like free bus services for students and a transportation methods so um, for school students so you can always um, take use of them and not be like outside for too long even though it's yeah. like pretty and beautiful so things like that you have to just like learn and just pay attention to the details when you first come into the school and the orientation and all the books and the leaflets that you get sometimes you just kind of don't want to read them but um we we also have like PMNs mentors like students who um who are assigned to help new students so that way like you don't have to talk to, like, staff who are, like, intimidating or uh, professors. You can talk to just students who have been through the same experience. Just talk to another international student and ask them, how was your first winter? Mm. Things like that. Yes. Well,
0: I'll tell you both. The, the reason why I've not come to <laughs> Minnesota is yeah. because of the snow. If, I'm trying. I'm trying to to cope with the snow with the snow in Missouri, not compared to what you have over there. So I wish you all the best. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: no. Oh no. Even even this year, it didn't really even snow much at all. Okay. Okay. This
0: year was very light. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I, I know you both are gifted people with extraordinary skills. So do you want to share? I know you've talked about it earlier on with dancing and music. Do you want to say something about your the, the passion you have outside school and outside work?
1: Yeah, I'll let Udu go first. OK. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, um, besides outside school and
2: outside work, um, I do music. I'm very passionate about music a lot. I even have my, you know, I got my hey, stuff right here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So I have songs on different platforms, Spotify, YouTube, and all that. Um, My name is Udu over IT. And, you know, I have more songs coming out. I'm working on an album right now. So, yeah, that's that's something I'm very passionate about. Besides that, I also play basketball. It's just friendly basketball, and I play soccer. And, yeah, that's typically it. Yeah.
1: Nice. Come on. Yeah. Well, um, outside of school, well, for any student, uh, they don't have to, if they're coming here, they don't have to only stick to education and classes and lectures and homeworks and assignments. If they're passionate about like music or dancing or mm-hmm. sports and things like that, you can always get involved in um, school organization, not just dancing, like any art, um, even there's like leadership activities that you can um, involved in volunteer experience so there's a, like a lot of things that yeah um, anybody can do outside of school any extracurricular activities um for me i i don't like professionally do like does, like i don't sing or anything but i like to dance um there's always like school performances cultural events um international festivals and things like that so i always like to visit my country uh cultural dancing or do um our school has this free Zumba dancing classes, which I go to, like, it's very fun. Um, just to get my mind off all these classes and homeworks, it can be very stressful and very overwhelming. And you at least need one thing that could, like, that's extra, or that's, like, outside of the classroom. Yeah. Um, I always, like, I always like to give back to the community. So I volunteer. Um, I have been volunteer with one, uh, one of the organizations that helps little middle school girls to just um, just be motivated in what they do and um, how to build their confidence and things like that. So I have been volunteering with them for like about three years now. It brings me so much happiness and satisfaction, um, things like that. Also, like there's a lot of, like I said, leadership organizations, which um, Udu and I have both with, involved in so you can help others students to be vocal about their issues and um, just bring um, anybody's I don't know student issues to the table and talk about them and how we can solve those those kind of things it's a there's a lot of things that you can get involved in sports yeah Yeah, I used to play chess but not anymore so yeah Yeah. So yeah. No, play.
2: she is really good at chess. So. <laughs> yeah, we we'll have to
0: play. We we'll have to play some time. I love every, playing chess too. Everybody, including yeah. myself, <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. To we'll play some time. So.
1: Yes, for sure. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of things that you can do outside of class, and you need it too. I I don't think anybody can just be a robot and a machine only focused on school. So. Uh,
0: I mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Now I I know, like you said, both of you have held powerful leadership positions. Where you're in school and hopefully even while you're out now what advice would you give anyone who wants to follow in the same footsteps you followed to america what advice would you give them
2: um I, i'll go i think if you want to follow the same footsteps okay. i did um i would strongly beg you to not be so dependent on yourself alone because okay. i i was the kind of person that I felt like I could just do it by myself like I could okay research it by myself and and figure things out by myself it's kind of hard um and I it made me make those mistakes I made so many mistakes that I should have been able to learn um maybe from people without making those mistakes and that cost that was costly because I you know I spent extra year in school and that's that's extra money (laughs) so it's i'll advise you to definitely reach out to people that are in your same field ask them questions about how they got there um you know ask people who have even you know advanced so far and tell them how do i get an internship like because there's this in america you need experience a lot so from my first year, second year, I should have been, I should have already started thinking about internship or things like that. And I didn't know about that until my like fourth year. So um, it's good to ask questions and that will take you far. Leadership positions, I did those. Those are like experience. Those help you communicate with people a lot. So I took on lots of leadership experiences. I, I was a senator for my CSET, that's the College of Science and Engineering Technology. That builds me a lot because I was able to speak to many students in that field. I was able to speak to the president of the school. I was able to communicate with many people and help students. So it helps you communicate more and it just builds you as a person so that you're going to need those skills for a job in the future. So I would advise you to definitely take up opportunities take up volunteering experiences um do internships you know be part of groups and you just just explore explore
0: yeah
1: yeah that's great advice um i know this may sound like like a very simple thing but i would say like make friends meet new people um, talk to people at first um i personally didn't didn't feel like talking to that many people and you can ask about it i was always just like holding myself back oh i don't want to talk to anybody i have to figure everything um everything out by myself um i I don't want to ask questions and like don't don't do that meet people make friends even even a stranger that like you you don't want to have like a long friendship or anything like that but just um, could be from a different country could be somebody who's working for um, on campus job and that's how i landed many opportunities network talk to many people meet people just be open minded like you said explore and get involved most most importantly that would i don't going to keep you very busy because you have classes and you have um, lectures and everything and at the same time you have this leadership position school organization that's gonna keep you very busy but it, it's gonna help you a lot in the long run and it's gonna help you get a lot of opportunities meet new people and um, you you expect you you can't even expect like you don't know how it's gonna play out for you in the end. Um, so like meet people, meet new people, talk to people, network, explore, um, get involved most importantly. Don't just stay home after class, just just be in a student union area and just have lunch with somebody. Just talk and even just to let your feelings out, oh I miss home, I miss my mom, things like that. Just. Don't keep everything to yourself. It's gonna, it's
2: gonna be hard. Yeah, I'm gonna say also like when it comes to your career part, like the path. Um, if you're stuck like which, for example, you're studying electrical engineering, like myself, that's what I did. Um, I would strongly advise you that when you're in classrooms, like you know, be very collaborative, speak out to people, and you know, have extra studies after. School. You can just talk to somebody, and you know, you guys can go to the library and form a team, mm-hmm. and and you know collaborate because that helps a lot because then you're getting ideas from everybody else and you're able to um, study properly Um, so definitely while you're doing all the engagements with leadership and all the volunteering things definitely focus on the main thing which is your
0: um, studies so that's that's what i'm gonna add to that well thank you botan you know i tell people it's easy to get the a's here and the b's but not the c's don't get the c's c's are not good no we don't like c's we like a's then if it's too bad the b's how we we do have homework and assignments every week once you get that weekly assignment done every week by the end of the semester you see you're you're in a comfortable a and it is easier to keep an a than to move from a b to an a during the end of the semester well please yeah go on honestly if you do not do assignments
2: (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Yes, assignments assignments save you a lot of stress, a lot. So you should definitely do your assignments, get those extra points because I at agree. the end of it, at the end of the semester, you might be, uh, you don't want to settle for C because C's no. are GPA killers, so. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. I would say like, don't, like, if you know that in the middle of the semester, like you're not really doing okay. good in a class, don't give up or don't be like, oh, I'm just going to fail this class. I can't yeah. do anything about it. Um, just talk to your professor and ask like um, if, he, if he could give you like an extra credit assignment because there's been many times like me, myself or my friends like who would go to a professor and ask for extra credit even though it's not in the syllabus everybody goes as a group and like mm-hmm. oh nobody's doing good in this class everybody's yeah. grades are like a little low don't wait until like the finals to go ask mm-hmm. the professor for an extra assignment that would um, help you just build up your grade um, I know there's um, certain, like in my school there, we uh, everybody had this cultural contribution scholarship. We had our um, GPA to maintain, we had mm-hmm. our class credits and grades, oh, yeah. everything to maintain. So everybody was just like so focused on, oh, if I get a good grade, then my, I'm gonna lose my scholarship and I have to pay a lot more than um, any other international student would pay. So it's it's a lot of stress stress too, but don't wait until the last minute. and I know um in Sri Lanka we don't have a lot of assignments every every single day we have like exams um like every few weeks so that's how they test our knowledge or whatever but here you get quizzes you get assignments you get midterms you get finals So and your final grade is just a mixture of everything. So don't don't just be like, oh, even if I don't do this assignment, I'm going to do great in my midterm and that's going to save me. It's not going to save you. So you have to do all the assignments and homework. And even let's say you missed an assignment, talk to your professor, talk to your TA, talk to your um recent assistant like somebody that could really help oh can i i was sick can i get this deadline is, um, extended always talking just communicated there's no harm in trying True. to get this like, sometimes you might not end up getting what you expect but there's no harm in trying to communicate
0: well i agree i agree so to end on a light note skydiving <laughs> or deep sea diving
1: light
0: note you <laughs> <laughs> that's not a light note <laughs> <laughs> that's a heavy note yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so what all do you think skydiving or, or or deep sea diving come on you go <laughs> i would say skydiving
1: okay. um not because i'm i'm very afraid of heights okay but um but i'm also um i like, Sri Lanka is an island, so it we're, like, surrounded with, like, ocean, and I grew up seeing the beach every single day. Ooh,
0: that, that's, that's I lovely, though. And
1: I close to the beach. Yeah. And um, I kind of grew up, like, being afraid of, I don't know how to swim. Okay. <laughs> so I, I grew up being afraid of the water. I, I always felt like it's a lot that could just, like, eat us up or, like, <laughs> I don't know so um, i would definitely pick skydiving not that i'm very like uh interested in heights mm-hmm. but when it comes to those two i would pick skydiving which nice. i kind of want to do someday you know right.
0: okay yeah. okay Udu, what do you think
2: huh. skydiving is on my bucket list but huh that's gonna take a long time if i do it right so
1: because
2: <laughs> i'm afraid of heights like Same. i don't know like it's 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 I could what I could be watching the video from the screen and I could feel the, the tension in my feet just by watching somebody from just way high there and mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I could do that but I I would rather do the um, deep diving. Yeah, um, I swim so I think that's actually I've I I always wanted to do something like that. Um, I know in Spain they have this this like. I always want to go to Spain to like do those deep diving thing and like see all the
0: creatures down there in the sea. It's beautiful. So that's something I want to do. Well, both of you are lucky. I am caught in the middle of the two. I fear for heights, (laughs) imagine when the plane is flying, taking off from the ground i hold my seat so tight i cannot think of being up there and opening the door and jumping down never oh going to happen. my god then again i cannot swim so i am torn in between the two i don't, have, I don't know what to do so what see. would you pick what
1: would you pick if you had to Oof.
0: I, I think i'll pick the word the, the the deep sea diving honestly because i am so scared of heights heights are so oh bad man. for me so I'll, I'll, I'll pick the deep sea diving anyways guys thank you so much it's been wonderful having both of you here on the podcast you all see why i brought them there they're, ver- they're very good friends of mine they are absolutely a uh, wealth of wisdom and they know what they do they, they are they're experts in their own trade so thank you guys so much i'm grateful thank you thank you thank you Thank yeah, you for thank having
1: you me lot. I really appreciate what you're doing um, to just to help people to help students um, that that's a, that's a great thing um, I wish you all the very best thank for many you. many podcasts that would help right. everybody so thank um, thanks for having us and um, yeah. yeah this <laughs> is
2: this is a very good cause so it's it's really helpful to people I, if I had something like this when I came to the US the first time, being the first child of a family, I came here not knowing anything, yeah. you know, it's like it would have been nice to hear from somebody like mm-hmm. like what you're doing. This is going to be very helpful to a lot of people. So this is, this is a good job
0: yeah shout thank out.
2: you shout out to you Ego. Yeah. Thank,
0: thank you so much well Oops. guys don't forget to please be safe out there don't forget to follow us on all our social media handle at i go with ego and please when it's your turn to get a vaccine please go get a vaccine i've had mine already so so can one day gather together hang out eat out again uh, you know and just have a good time what do you guys think yeah yeah i have my second dose next week yeah nice. next week. mine too mine too well yeah. stay safe everybody thank you so much